Good morning. I'm Harley Schlanger from the LaRouche Organization with your daily update for February 23rd, 2022. As I'm speaking to you this morning, there's still time to avoid a war in Europe. The time is slipping away, especially as the West is reacting in an absolutely insane fashion to the moves that were taken by Russia's President Putin. And I'll explain that in a moment. But what's important to note is the barrage of lies in the media is designed to blind you to the reality, which is that this is a war that's chosen to be fought by the West and that the Russians were engaged in diplomacy to stop it. They drafted new treaties to try to prevent this from heading to war. They insisted that these treaties must take into consideration security guarantees for Russia, especially given the long road of broken promises from NATO and the United States. Instead of listening, as uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor said in a very interesting article published yesterday, he said the West has been deaf to the Russian complaints, which are not new, but have gone on for years. And he points out uh, in an article that Putin's demands for new treaty treaty agreements uh, are just, and they do represent Russian interests and also the interests of the United States. So there are voices out there telling you the truth, but they're not in the U.S. media. They're not in Western politicians. They're not in the Congress, and they're certainly not from the White House or the uh, British government. Now, Therefore, you can't rely on the media. I'm going to make a couple suggestions where you can find something to look at where you can make your own decisions. One would be to look at the Putin speech uh, when he announced that they were granting independence or recognizing the independence of the Donetsk and Luhansk People's Republics. That's available from the Kremlin website. There, You can find it online, uh, but it's a, a very compelling and clear argument so that you would know what it is that Putin is saying is the cause for this uh, move to uh, grant recognition to these republics and makes very clear how this has been Russia's intent to avoid war, but the West keeps pushing it. For what reason? To destroy Russia. And once you listen to his argumentation and then look at what's being done, you'll see he's absolutely right The intent was never to defend the legitimacy of the Ukrainian sovereignty or democracy because it doesn't exist, but it's designed to attack and destroy Russia for the same reason people like Soros uh, support regime change in Russia, the National Endowment for Democracy, the British intelligence services, U.S. intelligence services are engaged in an attack on the people and government of Russia. Now, Biden announced yesterday new sanctions, cut off Russian access to finances, and especially two banks will be cut off. They're going to move for more sanctions to prevent Russia perhaps from being able to engage in any kind of uh, economic trade and uh, financial resources, loans, uh, cut off Russia completely. At the same time, they announced the shutdown of the Nord Stream 2, Uh, The German Chancellor Schultz showed that he's not independent of NATO and Wall Street, 
and the city of London because he joined in on the boycott of the shutdown of Nord Stream 2. And meanwhile, oil is now at nearly $100 a barrel and going up. Now, one other thing you can look at is an article in Foreign Policy in the uh, February 17th issue, which is titled, If Russia Invades Ukraine, Sanction China. As we've been pointing out, it's the Russian-China Agreement, which is a very sensible Eurasian economic uh, proposal. That's what's behind the attacks on Russia and China, that as the West and Western economies are cratering, are collapsing, the physical economy is disintegrating, the wall of money policy to bail out the, the bankrupt speculators has bankrupted the real economy. Meanwhile, Russia and China are investing in real physical goods production, major new infrastructures, new science and technology. They're about to leap ahead because of the idiocy of policies such as the Great Reset and the Green New Deal. And so the idea is go after them and crush them to prevent them from offering a new financial architecture or a new security architecture. That's the policy from the West. No security for Russia and China, no financial support for Russia and China. Instead, arms build up, wars, and regime change. Now, the second uh, video I'm going to call your attention to is a speech given at the Schiller Conference on February 19th by Natalia Vitrenko, who's a heroic woman, an economist, a political leader, the chairman of the Progressive Socialist Party of Ukraine, a member of the Parliament of Ukraine from uh, 1995 to 2002, a former presidential candidate who got, I believe, 11% of the vote in her presidential campaign. But she and her party have been targeted for harassment, threats, including assassination threats, coming from the supposed democratic government of Ukraine. Now, she has gone before international bodies to repeatedly press the case for not accepting the existing government of Ukraine. Uh, and for example, on January uh, 19th, she issued an open letter to world leaders. And in it, the title is Stop Supplying Weapons and Using Political Blackmail to Incite Ukraine to War with Russia. And she, there, there's been over $5 billion poured in in weapons uh, poured into Ukraine, mostly loans. And this, uh, in, you know, this is building up a, a war machine. For what reason? Now, she uh, points out that the, well, let, let me just go away from her for a second to one thing you should know. The National Endowment for Democracy, which was involved in the $5 billion that was given to Ukraine over 20 years to build up an opposition in Ukraine against Russia. The NED is continuing to pour money in at least 22.4 million uh, since 2014 for what? To promote privatization and shock therapy, which is why Ukraine is a bankrupt country today. The same reason that Russia uh, went through a demographic and economic collapse in the 1990s is now being done to Ukraine. So Ukraine has four to five billion dollars in debt coming due and no money to pay it. 
and secondly, to build up pro-U.S. anti-Russian parties. Uh, the National Endowment for Democracy president, Carl Gershman, said, Ukraine is the biggest prize in Europe, and that's where the money is going to incite the Ukrainians against the Russians. Now, just a couple of examples of things that the government has done. Uh, Strana.ua, the largest opposition publication in Ukraine, was shut down in August 2021. Sanctions were carried out against eight pro-Russian or eight Russian language news groups, not even necessarily pro-Russian, but Russian language. And the U.S. Embassy issued a statement saying the U.S. supports these moves, quote, to counter Russia's malign influence, unquote, and to defend Ukraine's, quote, sovereignty and territorial integrity, unquote, and prevent deployment of, quote, disinformation. So the U.S. is supporting the crackdown against democracy in Ukraine even while idiots like Ursula von der Leyen, the president of the European Commission, is coming out saying that uh, the, it's the Russians who are shutting down democracy. No, it's the Ukrainians who are doing that. They jailed an opposition leader, Viktor Medvedchuk, the head of the opposition platform for Life Party in May 2021. Now, uh, Natalia Vitrenko spoke at the Schiller Institute conference on February 19th. Her speech will have, a, there'll be a link to her speech in the description box of this video. It's about a 14-minute speech. If you want to learn something about Ukraine so you can speak to your friends about it, watch this video and circulate it because you'll see a true patriot of Ukraine, but also one who is committed to a world of sovereign nation states where her country is not a tool being used against Russia. Among the points she makes is that she warned in 2014, at the time of the Maidan coup, the regime change, she warned that this brought to power Nazis and Russophobes. Uh, this was a, a speech that she gave to the European Union Parliament it's well known that neo-Nazis and anti-Russians were at the core of the regime change coup. It's known to the officials, but it never gets into the media because they suppress that. Uh, she pointed out that there has been $2.7 billion in lethal weaponry allocated by the United States to Ukraine in the recent months, and that this is designed to instigate Ukraine to go to war against Russia. She calls it a militaristic psychosis that's taken over in Ukraine. Uh, over $5 billion in new weapons, uh, including from the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and Poland, based on loans, which means in addition to the 4 to $5 billion that Ukraine cannot pay now on its foreign debt, they're taking on another $5 billion. For what? To be able to launch attacks into the Donbass, which Putin has acted to try to head off. She describes the people of Ukraine as cannon fodder, facing further economic collapse through flight capital, uh, currency collapse, inflation. And she identified several priorities to resolve the crisis. One, carry out denazification. Two, non-bloc status for Ukraine, that is neutrality, not as a member of NATO. And three, to support economic cooperation between East and West, the Russia-China 
Eurasian policy plus Western Europe and including the United States. So I would urge people to watch this video. You'll hear an impassioned patriot talking about defending her nation from its use as a weapon for World War III. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I, I, I think it's so crucial that people become a part of the movement to counter the lies and the propaganda coming from the White House, from the Defense Department, from the Congress, both parties in the Congress, and especially the media. You can become part of that. You can join the Schiller Institute. You can circulate our videos, circulate this video, uh, make comments on the YouTube site or wherever you find the video, and share it widely as you can. So thanks for joining me today. I'll see you again tomorrow.